0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are in season seven and are carefully addressing some very serious issues. Today, we're gonna discuss the slavery episode. If you haven't heard the What the Flock episode, please give it a listen. The information in that episode is necessary to fully benefit from this Music of Life Church podcast companion episode. So in this episode, we're gonna help you understand how to interact with a person who holds a belief differently than the one based in biblical doctrine. We're doing this in order to help you lead with love, both to those who have hurt others and those who have been hurt. I'm Jonathan Fries, here with Joel Sukowski. Joel, what are your initial thoughts from the slavery episode?
1: Yeah, I liked uh, the different format was nice. I think that was a, a smart move to try to just get right to the ultimate answer. Maybe uh, lessen the emotional blow of... Discussing this topic. I mean, this is such an emotional topic. Maybe even be hard for people to listen to. But one of my first thoughts is that, you know, one of the ways this kind of gets in the way or this topic is mishandled is similar to the abortion episode where you have the is versus ought first perspective, right? Like with abortion, and we said, you know, with abortion, everyone agrees that abortion ought not to happen. We said every pregnancy ought to be one where there's a celebration. The child would be healthy and be taken care of by the parents. The parents want the child. It was, you know, it's great news. The issue with the abortion debate is similar to the slavery debate in that no one wants to get back to the ought. Everybody everybody sticks in the, well, there is slavery or there is abortion, and we can't get ourselves out of the context so that's why I thought it was great for us to take a step back in this episode and just start with the ultimate answer, which is contextless. Right? Mm-hmm. It's always a benefit to try to understand somebody. Mm-hmm. That's my initial thoughts. I like, and that I can a lot. see, I can see where this. You know, one one of the things to watch out for when you're talking about any topic, but in particular these very emotional ones that lead to people triggering, like abortion or slavery is you know if it starts if the argument starts with a person saying well there is slavery well there is abortion it's good to know the difference between what we're really talking about here we're we're really talking about the difference between ethics and morals at this point you know ethics are what do we accept as right in our society today in nice. this specific location, in this mm-hmm. specific time of history, mm-hmm. arguing for what is. Well, well, Jonathan, things aren't perfect, so we're just dealing with the way things are or th- what is. And this okay. really can be dangerous when we aren't able to take ourselves out of the culture that we're in because then we are trapped with this mindset we talked about in the What the Flock episode, whatever is, is Right. Where morals or morality is the set of principles or laws that result in profitability or good in the long term, regardless of culture. So here with morality, what you're talking about is what ought to be, regardless of time and place. Hmm. So that's what we're always trying to do with the ultimate answer, right? I like that. Is what's the moral answer? And the, the strict and loose sides, another way of seeing that is, what are the most popular ethical answers? Ah, uh, that's cool. So I we like, address, yeah, I like right? that. So we address the ethics of the topic, and then we bring in the moral answer. Now, with this episode, we just flipped it on its head. And uh, and I think it I think it's gonna it's gonna cause people who may not have listened to the episode maybe to hang in there longer than they would have otherwise. So, but that's a big way I see this, and and maybe it's a good way to see all the topics, and especially in season seven, is you know we we're trying to help people see and get to the ought or the moral perspective, the ultimate answer, but a lot of times we can't get there until we address. That is the ethical, the contextual issues of the day. And that's when it's really, really important that we just have the mindset of trying to understand one another. If we're trying to change people, if we're trying to, you know, get people to agree with us or trying to prove people wrong, we've already skipped the most important step, which is this backward step of, what do you mean by slavery? So a lot of initial thoughts, but that's, that's the, that's the, the main initial thoughts right there for you.
0: I think that's amazing. Honestly, I love the, I love going at it is versus ought. That's, that's a really great way of handling it. And I do, I do absolutely love asking someone their definition because someone, you know, what do you mean by slavery? Someone going, wait, what? Right. W- w- I-, I don't even understand why you would ask me my definition for slavery. It's so clear. Yeah. Owning
1: a person. Right. And it's right. like, but, but where am I? Yeah, it is. It's so important because it's a little, it's more than that. It's more complicated than that it's a lot more nuanced than that. And, and I think it's really easy for us to get sucked into the context because one of the biggest things that opened my eyes up to this was there's more slaves today than any time in history. Uh, yeah, and if this is your biggest issue, right? You got to be, and and be I think that it. that the reason that opened my eyes so much is because me, like, like I would say, the majority of Americans in particular are immediately going to see the slavery issue from from and limited to the perspective of the forefathers and you know the Americans who who had slaves stolen from africa that is yeah the pre-civil war era right yeah yeah and that's that's very much what i think a lot of americans aren't seeing the issue as bigger than that Hmm. not that it shouldn't be seen we like that is definitely a major major issue in the history of america but but when we only limit our perspective of slavery to that specific time and in place we miss out on a lot of other complex complex variables that this topic actually includes. So, yeah, I like the is versus ought too is it's a great way to great way to kind of take a step back and and recognize where are we coming from when we start talking about this topic? Great. well, thanks, yeah, thanks for letting me get out all my all my initial thoughts, Jonathan. Can you give us an overview of the damage done with this episode's topic?
0: Yeah, as I stated in the What the Flock episode, it is absolutely imperative that we strive to repeat back to the other person what they believe to their satisfaction. This is where repair begins. It's by understanding the other person first. If agreement happens, then it happens after understanding takes place. So then again, we're not in control of agreement. We are in control of understanding. And that understanding is what we focus on here. So the damage done is people not having a conjunctive definition for the term slavery and people triggering at even discussing this topic. So the strict and loose sides argue on a spectrum from slavery being something that the most formidable countries in history participated in all the way to arguing that we're all slaves in some regard. So there are your two perspectives. But regardless of where the person is on that spectrum, the damage comes down to not having a non-contradictory definition and understanding the other person's definition before going further in the discussion.
1: Thanks, Jonathan. I want to see if I understand you. I like this. The Yeah, this, of course, we say this every episode, but I feel like talking about slavery is making it even more important to emphasize is if we want to have a beneficial conversation, we need to understand the other person first.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We want agreement. I want people to agree with me. Feels good, right? It sure does. That's not going to happen unless someone understands me first. Hmm. And what I can do, especially as we're talking to the leaders listening to the mulk podcast, one of the great ways I can be a leader to someone else is by letting them be understood first. That's what we're focusing on here. So I see... What you're saying and what we shared in the What the Flock episode is that the, the damage done primarily in the slavery topic is that people do not have the right definition or a conjunctive definition or any known definition of slavery. Oftentimes, because of the other reason there's so much damage is because of the emotional aspect of this topic it causes people to trigger when this topic's even brought up. So good luck having a discussion about it. Mm -hmm. The strict and loose sides, we didn't spend as much time on as normal. I think because we really wanted to emphasize the importance of purely just understanding the definition that somebody holds before we go any further in this discussion, but we can see the spectrum. You know, the strict side would say something along the lines of don't, don't have slaves, and the loose side would have something to do with we're all slaves, and there's a lot of rationalizing and justifying in between. But regardless of where we're at on that spectrum, the damage is going to start with and come down to whether or not a person has a non-contradictory definition and whether or not a person understands the definition that the other person holds to be true before continuing with the discussion. Does that satisfy you, sir? Amazing.
0: Thank you. Yes, it does. Joel, how would you handle a person who holds a man-made belief about this topic or any belief outside of the truth?
1: Well, let's take a careful look. It does depend on what they believe about this topic. It depends on where they start on that spectrum. So I'm going to go through some common options with a recommended response based on what we learned in the previous episode and the What the Flock episode. But then again, I want to set this up. Big reminder, as we go through these five perspectives and responses, we're not trying to set you up to debate well. We're trying to set you up to understand the other person, even if what they say seems like the most wrong thing you've ever heard. Can you still try to understand them? So number one, slavery is wrong. There is no argument against that point. I could just simply ask this person, what's your definition of slavery? That's it. Number two, slavery's fine. Abraham from the Bible had slaves. I could ask him, what's your definition of slavery? And then a follow-up would be, can you show me the Bible verses you're referring to? me hmm. throw back some season six tools here, right? Yeah. What, what, what does the Bible say? There you go. Yep. Exactly. Number three. You know, Jonathan, we're all slaves in some regard. What do you think my recommended response would be?
0: Well, I try. I'm trying not to look at my sheet. We're all slaves in some way. Uh, I think what you would say is,
1: "What is your definition of slavery?" <laughs> that's it. That's where. That's what I'd say. Woo! What's your definition of slavery? Number four, slavery is the most appalling thing in history and should be stopped at all costs. Yeah. Here's where I'd start. I'd start with asking this question. What is your definition of slavery? Oh, you would. Okay. I would. Nice. And then w- maybe with a more, this is a more complex perspective that we've seen from the What the Flock episode. What I would say is, what are you doing to end slavery today? Mm. But I wouldn't even ask that until they answered the first question, which again was, what is your definition of slavery? And then here's number five. Slavery must be okay if Jesus never spoke against it. Hmm. Jonathan, I'd start with this. What's your definition of slavery? Wow. And then if, and only if they answered that, I would bring up this next one did Jesus speak against every topic that's wrong? Right. So that's it. I hope I hope you all see the number one strategy with talking about this topic is to ask, what is your definition of slavery? Amazing.
0: Okay, Joel, can you remind us once more what the ultimate answer is?
1: Yeah, ultimately when interacting with either side, The person ought to lead the other person by taking direction from God via grace in order to love that person. Why? Because grace and love are key to avoiding enabling the person, and they are key to avoiding judging the other person, all with the hopes of either winning or edifying them. The first question you should ask someone if you're going to discuss slavery is, what is their definition? If they don't want to define it, or they immediately attack you, then you're best to walk away. If they give their definition, then you can follow the point-counterpoint explanation we gave in the What the Flock episode. However, the main point of this entire discussion is, what is the definition of slavery that the person you're talking to holds? Now, you should also have one too. If you're going to talk to another person about this, especially if you're going to bring it up, if you're the one initiating this topic onto somebody, you should have a definition yourself. If someone else brings it up, first question, what's your definition? What's your definition? What's your definition? It's likely going to come down to either one of the following. Slavery being the ownership of a person as property, especially in regards to their labor, Or slavery is the practice of forced labor and restricted liberty. Very similar in their restricting people, but one deals specifically with ownership of a person, while the other one doesn't necessarily require ownership. So that's it. We don't really need, like, I don't need to go into all the details of the discussion like in the what the flock in order for us to discuss this topic civilly is it is helpful to understand some of the more popular or common definitions of slavery before going into this discussion but it's always going to come down to asking myself why am I discussing this in the first place am I trying to benefit the other person do I understand them and I will tell you the right answer behind all of those three questions right there is going to be proven by me seeking to understand what that person believes the definition of slavery is. That's where we got to start. That's great.
0: Okay. So I'm going to repeat back to it, to you, what you shared, to your satisfaction, Joel. Um, and then you, dear listener, I'd love for you to pause and, and try it. Do the, do the same thing. Take this as an opportunity to practice. Okay. Pause, 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 and get ready to pause and welcome back. Okay. Joel. You know, ultimately these ultimate answers, grace, love, and leadership is the first thing because you talk about before discussing the topic with anyone, if you don't mind, I'm just going to jump around with what you've said. Yeah. Jump around. Okay.
1: That'll make me actually feel more understood if you are able to apply it in a different or unique way. Yeah, cool, cool. So, you know, grace, love,
0: and leadership. We're going to love things. So, we're going to kind of, you know, we're going to confront someone. We're going to take direction from God. We're going to lead them. We're going to facilitate their purpose and progress. So, ultimately, you know, before discussing the topic, those things should be in place and another guide for us as we are pursuing understanding this other person and leading them and loving them is why am I having this discussion? Why do I want to talk about this? Am I trying to benefit the other person? And do I understand them? So why, you know, why am I discussing this is like these are applications of love and leadership, right? Like, are you trying to, am I trying to love this person? Am I trying to lead them? What am I trying to bring a benefit to the other person? That's, I mean, again, love and leadership. Absolutely. And do I understand them? We should be focusing on understanding them. You know, a a great great example of that is where is your emotion? If someone is emotional, where is your emotion coming from in this topic? Mm, Nice. Right? We're trying to understand them and their perspective. If they don't want to be understood, just walk away. Right. Because it's not, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt you and it's gonna hurt them. And then once we start approaching slavery, this does go back to the first question of what is their definition. We we ask them what their definition is. If we get attacked, if we get if someone throws out a flare, if someone says it's obvious, if someone does anything besides answer the question, we can walk away. You can feel totally fine to say, hey, let me know. Once you have a definition or when you're willing to share that definition with me, and I'd love to continue the conversation. But until that point, I don't see this as a benefit and I'm declining. Now, going into the definition of slavery, when we're talking to a person, it's either from slavery is the ownership of a person as property, especially in regards to their labor. And then all the the other side is slavery is a practice of forced labor and restricted liberty. We have what we need with just the things that we've stated to discuss the topic civilly with anyone. So. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. So is that,
1: do I understand you? Yeah, don't... you do. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's, it's uh. An emotional topic that if if we can't start the discussion with slavery in the right way, we have no hopes in ending it in any way, shape or form. But if we can start it well, Mm -hmm. that's going to be the hardest part of the discussion. Amazing. Is can we get over the initial emotional blow that we're going to feel discussing this in order to have a profitable or beneficial discussion? It's all going to come down to how does it begin and I like mm-hmm. what you said, because one of the things we're gauging when we ask the what's your definition question isn't just what are the words, but what's what's the emotional read from the person? Because like you said, their, their perspective on slavery is going to come from a place that isn't only academic, depending on who you're talking to and their life experience, their culture, their family history. They may have a completely different experiential perspective as it relates to this topic. So that's something to keep in mind when we're discussing this topic and these other topics with other people. It's not just when we're asking, what's your definition? It's to understand the other person, but not just academically. We're trying to understand them, where they're coming from, what Mm -hmm. they've been through, where they're at emotionally. So I, I like that. I like that you brought up the emotional perspective that these people could have too because i think that's something we need to keep in mind when we're discussing this stuff because we've learned you know our conscious brain the the brain that us humans share is half words half emotion so we can't ignore the emotion to topics like this or we're never going to get anywhere so we hopefully handle the words in a way that helps the emotion not get in the way so yeah, another measure for me feeling hurt is when I continue to commentate <laughs> on your hearing me. So thank you. Amazing. I keep learning, Appreciate it. That's great. Thanks, Joel. Thanks to everyone
0: who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We'll see you next time.